welcome to the DEI India podcast where we dissect the Indian workspace from a diversity and inclusion lens and talk about building an equitable workplace. This is your host Yashi and I lead the diversity hiring practice at Lakshman Resources, the knowledge partner for this podcast. Today we have with us Urvashi Verma who is the head of talent acquisition APAC at Expiry. Urvashi comes with over 13 years of experience in the industry. She is a LinkedIn creator, a public speaker and she's an advocate for diversity and inclusion at the workplace. Urvashi stands as an ally to create inclusive teams. She's a promoter and practitioner of work-life balance. She mentors for better talent acquisition techniques on LinkedIn educating over 21,000 people. Welcome to the show. How are you doing Urvashi? Thanks, Sashi. Thanks for the nice introduction. I'm doing well. Thanks. Looking forward for this conversation. Great. Thank you for joining us. And uh, let's dive in. You know, we'd like to start from understanding how would you describe the need for diversity hiring to the leadership of an organization. Sure, that's a very important question, and uh, good that we are starting with understanding of the need of diversity hiring. So I will share a few pointers where I will uh, focus why we should uh, you know focus on diversity hiring. So diversity hiring is much more than checking a boxes uh, from the organization point of view. So uh, let's start with some facts which are which has been released by McKinsey. So McKinsey has published a report last year delivering through diversity. So by the way I recommend this uh, report to be read by everybody and it has great insights about the topic. So in this report they have um, uh publish the relationship between diversity financial performance and uh, you know um the values the value creation of the organization and these the relationship between these three has been confirmed again with this report so it says that the companies with good balance of diverse employees are 21% more profitable than the organization who doesn't uh, have diverse workforce so not being diverse is an indirect cost to the organization apart from financial growth we have other facts by uh, to focus that uh, why we should consider diversity hiring um so first is uh, it grows your talent pool basically you know um, when you have an acceptance for everybody and you embrace diversity hiring you get a larger pool to interact with you will get a lot of people interested to work with because of inclusive culture Secondly, this uh, diverse and inclusive workplace improves the employee's uh, happiness, productivity, and retention. So, if an organization accepts employees for who or what they are, it automatically increases the happiness of the employees because they have been accepted. And uh, we should actually recognize them for their skills instead of other criteria like gender, cultural background, race, sexual orientation, physical disabilities, and many more uh, things. So this leads to a good productivity from the employees and also this keeps them very loyal for the organization. So diversity hiring also create very positive employer brand and uh, this will attract to many customers, candidates and other business partners. The last and very important point is that it improves the innovation and creativity. When people are coming from, you know, all walks of life with the different background and different understanding so beautiful things happens because you get different ideas you do the combination of people from different cultural background experiences gender working styles so when all they come together the new ideas is sparks in uh, diversity hiring should not be only at uh, you know leadership level goal or an organization goal it has to have a drop down um, effect so that each and every employee of the organization understand the need of diversity hiring and if everybody is working towards this goal 
then only we will be achieve it and then only the diversity hiring will be a successful uh, you know program for any the organization and something very interesting you touched here saying that you know everybody in the organization should also understand and as an employer it's important to make sure that uh, all the employees have a positive understanding of what diversity hiring means so it also makes a lot of business sense uh, for leaders yeah. to ensure that there is diversity hiring in the organization so stretching from there could you touch upon the diversity hiring situation important in the indian workspace so india india is you know labeled as the most diverse country in the world yet our behavior as a society often reflects problem uh, with acceptance of differences uh, why i think that because there is no measure of inculcating the inclusive behavior at the very beginning of of a life of an individual you know for an example um, we often see that we have different schools for child with physical disabilities so why we need a separate school for them why our schools are not equipped to provide the same platform to each child this will give a you know a inclusive mindset at at the level when uh, an individual is starting their career and when they grow up they have they will have that feeling of accepting everyone. so that's why we see that the behavior of acceptance is not uh, very very comfortable for everybody at corporate level also uh, very few organizations are incorporating these inclusive behavior uh, with policies with written policies to support the diverse communities uh, most of the organization are you know um, doing some work everybody is talking about dei nowadays but most of them are focusing to solve a very short term issues like 30% diverse hiring retention of employees you know and mostly having their brand listed in the public forum as a dei organization so i'm grateful to be part of xperi i would like to share that we have that policies of uh, insurance for same sex partners we have mental health support group especially for queer people we have very inclusive uh, uh, work culture to support working mothers and our facility is also designed uh, so that uh, anybody who has some physical disabilities can access the entire organization without any hassle so these are some uh, something we are at, at in our organization is cooperating well that's wonderful to know in fact in the country very recently popular insurance companies have made it easier for same sex partners to buy insurance however of course there are certain legalities to the terms but it's a good place to start um i'd like to understand from you what kind of challenges do you think the indian workspaces are facing and uh, what are the ways of dealing with them in terms of diversity hiring so if we talk about india the most common challenges what i see in india for diversity hiring are low presentation low representation of female in workforce mm-hmm. uh, then not all organizations are uh, you know providing the right support to working mothers there is biasness during the hiring process people are not ready to accept the changes and people with differences so the need of the r is top down approach if okay. we have leaders with the right mindset who embrace this inclusiveness and diversity in the organization they can influence their employees plus they can set examples so that others can follow those examples and uh, you know uh, go on the same path um the representation matters a lot when people see yeah. leadership supporting a certain issue as well as you know problem solving in the organization that makes a lot of difference and very interestingly yeah. also you t- talked about short term versus long term uh or look at you know solving problems in terms of you know your understanding how would you say organizations in general can approach a long term issue in terms of making their organization inclusive for all kinds of people 
we all are doing some efforts uh, so instead of uh, checking the boxes that this problem is solved this problem is solved instead of that we have to have a approach of uh, or you know mindset of keep this effort continuously on irrespective we are failing or we are successful in this program so continuous effort for another decade i would say that maybe bring more changes in corporate level and uh, having these uh, inclusive behavior in corporate and at our homes probably you know 24 cross 7 we have to practice these uh, uh, these behaviors so that our coming generation will also accept this and uh, at the corporate level and you know we need to keep sensitize our employees about um, how to be inclusive what is diversity let them know the importance of this many of them are having these uh, you know doubts in their mind because they are not fully educated so self education or uh, giving them a platform to educate themselves will definitely help corporates to accept these changes absolutely and you did talk about the unconscious bias and uh, in your view how do you think a company or a leader can look mm-hmm. into uh, resolving these because all of us are born with certain biases and it's only fair to accept that we would continue yeah. to have certain biases but how do we tackle them uh educating them sensitizing them you know um most people who are involved in if we basically talk about the hiring process uh, people at di- from different level are involved in each open position hiring so we just don't have to focus on leadership or uh, or managers we have to uh, you know uh, inculcate these behaviors for, to um, to all the employees who are in the organization and what we are doing at expedi that we are talking about dei in the very first month of onboarding of any new hire so that they understand the um, the the need of diversity and inclusion in the organization and they start the same behavior from the very beginning of their journey with expedi so education sensitizing and you know talking openly about the topic they are hesitant to uh, to talk about uh, is something that uh, which which will help absolutely you've shared some amazing policies that expiry uh, is creating as well as is implementing them um, any change or any story that you can think of where you've seen uh, change happen or where you've seen people be more comfortable in their own skins uh yeah so the most common challenge what i used to face uh, in general in the past that you know people are very hesitant to hire a young girl uh, a, a young graduate girl or a recently married girl because they have that tendency that this person will uh, you know go for a maternity leave and that will be a cost to to their team so this was there a lot um, maybe i would say 5 years or 6 years back but i think the continuous effort what all organizations are making this is bringing change now in expedi i have heard from leaders that you know they are happy that you know that the person have decided to make their family and going on a maternity leave why not because uh, you know they are not thinking about the cost on the team uh, but they are thinking that the person is happy with the organization they are satisfied and they see their future with the organization um there's a certain uh, company that we were hiring for production uh, you know so our client uh, has a particular um, policy where they are quite inclusive of for example the pwd uh, population right so people with disabilities they are they have all the infrastructure that would enable somebody to be able mm-hmm. to you know go throughout and they would have certain uh, say common washrooms 
right? And these mm-hmm. are things that you don't see often in a lot of organizations. Yeah. So people yeah. in the community would would be really happy, for example, to apply to these positions. Weighing down on certain aspects, maybe the role is not exactly what they hoped for. But if the culture mm-hmm. is good, they would, for example, go ahead True. and the position. True. Culture is something which is, you know, playing a very important role nowadays in uh, boosting the DEI hiring and uh, making the culture very inclusive. Recently, I met a person who is from a pride community and he told me that he got fired because he disclosed his identity to his manager recently and the manager forcefully asked him to resign from the from the position. That was very, very sad to know and I don't know, it's very difficult for me to make a reaction on that. But it's very sad. Uh, in Xperi, we have a secretive policy where we accept the people who are open, out, and proud for their, uh, you know, um, current gender orientation. Plus, we have a secretive policy where we allow people from different community to talk about their uh, experiences, their stories, and we are have we are supporting them to keeping their identity secret because they want to keep it secret. And also, we have an environment where we accept accept them if they want to open up that's amazing and this also you know uh, makes me think uh, you have an apac profile you hire across you know you have a basic understanding of how indian uh, work yeah. as well as the recruitment process works how do you think is it different from other countries and where do you think apac um, in itself is heading so i have seen in europe i was part of europe recruitment as well earlier so in europe and some some countries in APAC as well, they are much more matured than India in terms of accepting the differences. So uh, they are interacting with uh, people with differences at a very early stage of their life. And this doesn't give them a hesitation to talk about, to talk to a person who is, you know, from a right community or who is uh, having a different uh, way of working um, or people with disability. So, but in India, there is a hesitation in the mindset. Though they are, people are opening up and people are ready to accept these changes, but I think it will take some more time for India to be at that level of matureness where we see other countries, other developed countries. In the past decade or so, how do you think has the Indian market evolved? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of changes. Now it's all together a new approach of hiring. Uh, in last decade, we have seen many new tools and techniques uh, which change the structure of hiring drastically. Uh, so LinkedIn has been a biggest change maker in last uh, 10 years or 12 years, and it gave a platform to candidates basically to showcase th- themselves, their skills, their life, their interest out of their CVs. So CVs are not only criteria to you know analyze somebody's skill. Um, Absolutely, we we are you know checking their backgrounds, their interests, and trying to uh, get a get a position for them, which is uh, which make them successful. So we are. We have been evolving, um, you know, continuously with different job portals, uh, search engines, etc. And then we entered into this uh, pandemic era, which totally reversed the entire game of recruitment from an employer-driven market to a candidate-driven market. So now the approach of recruitment is to select the right candidate for open position, plus, which is equally important, that providing right opportunity to the candidate. Um, which will give them uh, a career growth, uh, exposure to new technologies, platform for innovation, good work culture, work-life balance, etc. So it's a good balance between organization and candidate 
whenever we are hiring somebody. So we now see that a lot of things have moved to virtual world. So all interviews are, are being conducted on virtual platforms uh, because candidates not only looking for salaries now, but they are looking for their professional growth, innovation, company culture, company values, benefits, what uh, you know organizations are providing. Uh, to be successful nowadays, I think that uh, recruiters surely need to continuously work on, um, you know, putting effort toward making the candidate experience good, innovate ways to engage, innovative ways to engage candidates, and showcase the company culture. So, skill set and interview process only is not going to make uh, recruitment successful nowadays. Agreed with you. And in fact, you know, even at Lux, uh, since we are a talent acquisition and a recruitment company, the focus, mm. I believe, not just with us, I think everybody in the industry is to make sure that the candidate experience is great and that we yeah. are able to, you know, make sure that the, the smooth transition happens from A company to B company and uh, yeah. people are comfortable in their own skins. Yeah, because, you know, as I mentioned, the, the game is changed. Now it's altogether a candidate-driven market and not only employer-driven market. What for you is your vision for an inclusive workspace, right? We've talked a lot today about different things uh, in terms yeah. of candidate culture, how the market is shifting, what mm -hmm. are the reasons, for example, we've also touched upon education. I think it's a it's a theme in itself for discussion. Uh, yeah. But as we move forward, what do you think uh, and what, what's your vision? Let's understand. Uh, so for me, inclusive place is somewhere where people are accepted for what or who they are what skill set they are bringing in on the table, what values they are adding in the uh, in the work culture. I feel that a place where employees feel valued, accepted for what or who they are. Okay. Secondly, that uh, decision-making uh, should be transparent and collaborative. So it should be consulted with everybody. Everybody should get an opportunity to speak out their mind, their ideas, and the decision, decisions should be based on that collaboration. Third point, which I feel that equally important, is everybody should have access to same opportunities and learning. Instead of what their background is, from where they are coming in, everybody should get a chance to prove themselves with their skills. Because we need to, you know, always talk, always emphasize on skills before gender. Agreed, agreed. And uh, I think this is also the way forward to making sure that employees are able to maximize their potential regardless of what yes. they come from. Yes. Any dropping or parting words that you would want to mention towards the end of this podcast? So we have touched upon many, uh, you know, many important points today and discussed. Uh, my only thought or my only way to move towards this journey as an individual is continuous effort and continuous self-education. So everybody is learning. Nobody can say that I'm a perfect ally. I'm a perfect person to, you know, to support someone. Because we know we don't know what uh, you know what kind of uh, situation the other person is going through. We have to continuously support, uh, educate ourselves to be available as an ally. Practice allyship twenty four cross seven, not only during your office hours. So um, that's the I think that uh, that is my thought towards this journey, and uh, I'm happy to keep myself available not only during my office hours, but apart from that other hours as well on my LinkedIn or on my phone handles to support somebody, to help somebody if they need that. Beautiful. That's, that's amazing insights. And thank you so much for being here uh, at the DEI India podcast. We appreciate your time and your words. Thank you so much for uh, sharing your thoughts with us. Have a very Thanks, Kashi. Thanks to the listeners. 
keep streaming happy day ahead bye bye thank you for tuning in we hope you enjoyed listening check out our other episodes as well in the series connect with us at www.lakshhr.com this is your host yashi signing off until next time